One's a movie buff. One watches movies just enough. Together, fun will be had by all. This is Nadine Katie at the Movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Nadie and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, aka Nadie, of course, and this is the first episode in a long time where it is just me. I stated before in the Mario episode when Katie and I were discussing the Mario movie that Katie was going to be on a little bit of a break, and there's also a little bit of a break in between the actual movies on our movie list. So we still have a couple movies until we get back to that official list. So here I am to review the Nicolas Cage Dracula movie, Renfield. Before I jump into the movie, as always, I'm going to be doing a synopsis. Renfield, Dracula's henchman and inmate at the lunatic asylum for decades, longs for a life away from the Count, his various demands, and all of the bloodshed that comes with them. This movie stars Nicholas Holt as Renfield. Nicholas Holt was in the movie About a Boy when he was much younger, and X-Men Days of Future Past as Hank McCoy, hashtag Beast. It also stars Nicholas Cage as Dracula. Nicholas Cage, of course, has been in a plethora of movies, including Face Off and Leaving Las Vegas. Aquafina is also in this movie. She plays Rebecca Quincy. She has been in movies such as Crazy Rich Asians, Shang-Chi, and she will be voicing the character Scuttle in the live action The Little Mermaid. Also, Ben Schwartz is in this movie. He plays Teddy Lobo. Ben Schwartz was in Parks and Recreation, and he was also the voice of Sonic in Sonic 1 and 2. So when I saw the trailer for this movie, I already knew it was going to be random crazy, a little bit violent. I already knew going into this, the things I would probably like about it and the things I would probably not like about it. And when I went to go see this movie, I was proven correct. So let me just dive right into my likes and dislikes of this movie. The first like is, of course, Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Nicolas Cage has been known, especially recently, for doing very outlandish, over-the-top performances. I think this movie and this part is perfect for him because I loved how over-the-top he was, but also at the same time, he was able to subdue it at moments. And I think he played a really funny, compelling Dracula. And so I really enjoyed Nicolas Cage in this movie. A lot of people don't really like Nicolas Cage anymore because of his outlandish and over-the-top performances. But I think with this role, it lends itself well to that. Another thing I liked about this movie is kind of what I liked about John Wick Chapter 4. I'm a big fan of mindless action. If it's random and it's over-the-top action, I'm all for it. And this movie did have that. I will say, kind of dipping into the dislikes, it did have mindless action, which I enjoyed for the most part, but also it had extremely over-the-top violence. When I say extremely over-the-top, I'm not going to go into details about what I saw in this movie. Let's just say 
It reminded me of the sketch from Saturday Night Live, a parody of Dead Poet Society. And it's the scene where Fred Armerson plays kind of the Robin Williams character, and he's about to leave the classroom because he's gotten fired. And all the students, you know, get on their desk and they recite this famous poem that he taught him at the beginning of the movie. Well, what happens is one of the students gets up on his desk and gets his head cut off by the fan on the ceiling. The first time I watched that, I died laughing. I cried laughing at that because it was random. It was just over the top. Now, I got to a point in the scene where it kind of kept going, blood spurting everywhere. It kind of got to a point where it wasn't really funny anymore. The shock at, at the original thing was funny. I say all that to say it's kind of what this movie was. The first time this over-the-top violence happened, it was shocking. So it was funny to me. And so, but at, but it kept going and it kept throughout the whole movie, there was this over-the-top violence. It kind of lost its shock value after, you know, the 15th, 16th time it's happened. So as much as I enjoyed the mindless action, it it didn't really do it for me when it came to the over-the-top violence. Um, I don't know who this movie was geared towards because John Wick chapter four, all the John Wick movies are violent, but I guess the violence is based in realism, even though, you know, it can be said that some of the stuff that happens to John Wick and all those characters isn't really realistic. But I think what John Wick movies do well is it balances. So it's not so over the top. This movie, Renfield, was just so over the top. But I also get it as well. Even though it's a dislike, I kind of get it. Because, you know, Dracula and Renfield are so powerful that, of course, if they kick somebody, they're going to do a lot of damage. I get why it was there, but I don't really, I didn't really care for it. That is most of my likes and dislikes. Another dislike, if you remember... When Katie and I were on our Marvel Cinematic Universe journey, we reviewed Shang-Chi because it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And one of my big dislikes was Aquafina. I do not find Aquafina funny. I just don't. I think she tries way too hard to be funny. And if you're really funny, you shouldn't have to try that hard. And it's not so much just the way she delivers her lines. It's also just her her body motions. I don't know if she's just trying to be a little too over the top with her body language or whatever. I don't know. I just don't find her funny. That being said, just like with Shang-Chi, I also complimented her acting when she had more serious moments. And in this movie, I felt the same way. When she had serious moments, I felt that she acted really well. But when she was trying to be funny... I didn't find her humorous whatsoever. I think Nicholas Holt did a really good job as Renfield. I don't know if they're trying to, because you know, nowadays, most movies, which is why I like the movie Air, which is what we reviewed last time, most movies are trying to lead up to sequels, you know, things like that. I don't know if that's what this movie is going for, because, spoiler alert, they defeat Dracula, but they kind of leave it open to Renfield now being like a vigilante and helping people. So I don't know if that's the plan. 
this movie really hasn't been doing that well in the box office. Um, and also a correction from the last episode on air. I believe I said that that movie was doing really well in the box office, but later I checked and it really isn't, which is surprising because that movie is really, really good. But I go back to Renfield. This movie isn't really doing that well. And I think it's because it was released the weekend after Mario and Mario is just continuing to do really well in the box office. That's why the movie air has kind of done not so well because it was released the exact same weekend as Mario. So I'm not surprised that Renfield's not doing well because it's not, it's not a movie that is like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Now I'm not saying that there aren't people out there that might feel that way. If you like over the top violence, if you like Aquafina, if you love Nicolas Cage, you will probably really enjoy this movie. I mean, it was it was entertaining. I will say that. It was entertaining. But one thing happened that seems to always happen when I go to see rated R movies. Because this movie's rated R for language, violence, all those things. People brought their children to this movie. It was a 9.50 showing, which isn't super late. It's not as bad as when I went to go see Megan at a 10.45 showing and there were kids. But I just don't understand the mindset of people who bring young, young children to a severely rated R movie. Like so much so, it, it, it disturbed me so much so that after the movie was over, I went to ask, what is the age policy of rated R movies? And of course, the first thing they said was, you know, 17 and under have to be with an adult. But I'm like, okay, but I'm talking about like, late showings and under six is the cutoff age six and under are not allowed in rated r movies i don't understand that i don't agree with that so you're saying that a child who just turned seven can go to a rated r movie like their birthday you know the parents say it was their birthday today they just turned seven so you're saying that that child now can go to a radar movie. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make this a rating policy episode, but the fact that it's happened multiple times and this movie is so over the top violent, like it's, just, it's disturbing to think that a parent would want to take their kid to that. And if you're listening to this and you're not liking what I'm saying, I apologize, even though I don't apologize because I just don't get it. I have two children and I would never in my mind think to take them to this kind of movie. But that's just that's just me standing up on a soapbox. I am now stepping off. So all that about this movie to say that I would give Renfield a 3.5 stars out of 6. I'm giving it low because it's nothing it didn't wow me. It it entertained me, but I think the language and this the over-the-top violence just off-put me a, a lot. And the fact that I just don't find Aquafina funny, that's why I'm giving this movie a 3.5 out of six stars. So that is Renfield. Next up on my unofficial movie list is about a 
fairly unknown composer. I had never heard of this composer and how he had a very, you know, taboo affair and Marie Antoinette's um, in the mix. So it looks like a very interesting movie and it's based on historical events. So if you listen to the air episode, you know that I am a sucker for based on true events. So I'm excited to see that. And then there will be one more movie that I will be reviewing. And then Katie will be back because we will be going back to our official movie list with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You guys are amazing. Thank you to those who have been leaving reviews, leaving five-star reviews, and actually writing a review. That really, really does help people find the show. If you want us to ever watch something that isn't on our list that you think Katie and I might enjoy or may not enjoy, I don't know, it could be random, you can email us at nadiankatie at gmail.com. You guys are awesome. And I would never, ever say this, but I have to end this episode somehow. I want to suck your blob. Thanks for listening to Nadie and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to contact us at nadieandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.